Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 13 of my podcast, Married to India, where we're going to talk about family planning. Definitely not the vacation everyone and myself is probably thinking it was supposed to be. When my father-in-law had realized that we were expecting number two, it was quickly brought to our attention um, that he wanted to discuss family planning. I was in the kitchen and we were about to sit down and eat dinner. Actually, um, this was number three. This would be, we already had Brittany at the time. Bradley was already born. So it would have been our second son, um, Rajesh, in which we, I wasn't even days home from the hospital. My father-in-law was like, have, should we, should we discuss family planning? And at first I was like, oh man, we're going to go on a vacation. Sounds exciting. And then it hit me that he wasn't talking about like the family planning, anything other than the fact that Srinu and I now had three children. And in his eyes, he didn't really see why we needed to have any more. And if we were going to be planning for any more, and it was something that he wanted to open up a discussion on. And I just thought, oh my gosh, like there's no way on God's green earth that I would possibly talk to another man about my family planning, let alone my father-in-law. And I looked at Srinu and I was like, babe, is he talking about like birth control or like scheduling, like when we're going to have kids and stuff like that? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's not a discussion that we're having. And I kind of cut it off, but it was very early on that I, I realized that in Indian families, anything and everything is open for discussion, especially because before I knew my husband at all, I never even thought, you know, other than a mother-in-law coming to visit, I never thought that they would stay for any extended amount of time. And after Srinu and I had gotten married right from, you know, my pregnancy, my mother-in-law had started coming and she was staying six months out of the year with me. So she would be six months in India and then pretty much six months for the most part out with us. And the way that it would work would be she would come out around March and then go back um, right as school was starting with the kids. So she would be home with us all summer. And it just happened to work out because in the United States, that's when wedding season is. So my mother-in-law would be with us to help us with the kids during wedding season. And then of course she would go back. My mother-in-law would come out early. So my father-in-law wouldn't be able to join her on the way over. Cause you know, the kids were still in school at that time in India. So with him having to be there for his college students, he would have to wait until school got out for them. And then he would fly here and join us, stay with us during the summers. And then he would fly back, um, when school was starting again in India. And I just remember thinking to myself, like my own parents hadn't had this conversation with me about family planning. And I don't even think up until until that point had ever asked me in my life, like, oh, how many kids do you want? Or asked me any questions about how I plan on raising my kids. It just wasn't one of those things that we had really thought about. And it opened my eyes to understanding that the Indian culture, it's not that they're wanting to be nosy. It's just simply that they want to be involved. And I, I do believe that from the beginning, really tried to be open and very receptive to that process. But I also knew that I was going to have to establish some boundaries very early on, because if I did not, then we were going to be boundaryless. Srinu has his entire life, pretty much anything his parents have said him said or told him to do, he just has done it. You know, I used to have conversations with him and I'm like, babe, did you, did you ever think that you were going to have like an arranged marriage. 
And it was interesting because his answer was he never thought he was not going to have one um, because that's just all that he knew. Um, that it was fascinating to listen to him talk because Srinu is the type of guy, not only is he South Indian and they they seem to be a little more stricter um, within the Telugu community. I wouldn't even venture out to say just South Asians. I don't want to go so broad on that, but especially most of the Telugu community that I've that I've met and know, they're super close knit. They're super involved. Everybody knows everybody. They're nobody hides anything, you know, that kind of thing. And I remember, you know, telling Srinu in the beginning when we had started dating and we started talking about like moving in together, Srinu's big thing was he did not want to live in an area where there were a lot of Indians. And that was just because he simply wanted his privacy. And he tried to make me aware that this is something that you can't be afforded when you live in tight knit groups like this, because everybody knows everything. And when he used to tell me, if, if people from his community come to know that we were dating, he wouldn't even have the opportunity to tell his parents before somebody else had told them. I just thought that that was crazy because they're all the way in India, like 10,000 plus miles away. How are they going to hear it before you tell them? And, you know, obviously that was how they found out. But it was one of those things to where I said, okay, let me be able to like respect those boundaries, even though as an American, it was hard for me because for a long time, I used to think he was just trying to hide me. But I learned very quickly, you know, going into this marriage process and having kids that it was never about that. It was just my in-laws just really, really want to feel a part of our relationship. They want to have an opinion. And as much as that's not something that I was raised with, I really wanted to allow them the opportunity to feel like I too can be inclusive as if, you know, if Srinu had married somebody, somebody from India, I wanted them to feel that they, other than the fact that I'm not Indian, I wanted them to feel that I was in any and every way that I could possibly be adapting, not only, you know, to their culture, but to who they were just simply as people and as a family, because every, every family dynamic is very different. I wanted them to be able to see that and feel that from my side. And so that, that having that conversation with my father-in-law, even though it was like abruptly cut off, it was one of those things that I learned early on. If you're going to be in one of these relationships where there is another culture involved, um, in which you're not used to, especially like the Indian culture for one, you know, you got to be prepared for that. I saw a lot of couples, you know, in our, our forum and our group who would come out and it was, it was, jaw dropping to me sometimes when I would hear comments made like when in Rome and I would think to myself like why would you marry somebody outside of your religion or outside of your culture if you were going to just put a hard stop on the fact that you need to adapt to the person that I am you know it's this way we live in America we don't live in India I heard that like so many times I've heard so many one-sided conversations that I remember there would be times I would get so upset when I would hear comments being made or there just being a lack of patience for somebody else's side of the family because another person just wasn't used to the way that was being presented. And so this 
my first time experiencing this in general, that I was aware of it taking place was the family planning portion. Looking back on it, hindsight 2020 now, my father-in-law had a lot of input in our relationship right from the beginning when he first came to the United States. We lived in an apartment and he was like, Srinu, uh, why are you living in an apartment? Like now that you have kids, you shouldn't be paying rent. This is a this is not a good way to spend your income. He really was pushing for us to buy a house. And at that time, we were so young in our marriage and in life that we were like, that just felt like a huge on taking of ours, but he pushed us like Bradley was probably days old. He's like, no, no, you go, you know, you go out and you guys look at houses and you find a house. Don't come back till you find a house. And I remember that day going out with our real estate agent looking and, you know, we wound up further than we wanted to be, but we found the perfect home. And at that time, we didn't even think we were going to be able to afford a house, let alone a brand new house that was being built. And I look back on these things and I say to myself that, you know, we never could have planned for the family that we have. But um, even though I didn't want to talk to my father-in-law about family planning, I couldn't have planned a better family. And so if you guys are out there and you're thinking, or you're in that part of your relationship where you're like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Like, is this gonna get better? Can we do this? Can we make it through this? I promise you that if you guys really deep down love each other and it's meant to be, if you just kind of like dig your heels in and you talk about everything, like every decision that you make, talk, talk, talk. I can't express enough how important it is that you guys communicate and just really get to know each other. And if you're having doubts or questions or, you know, things that are making you reluctant to do things instead of just shutting down on it, try to talk about it. Try to open up the dialogue, both sides, and just learn where each other's coming from because you might be able to quickly realize that even though this is the way their family is or your family is, it might not necessarily be something that either of you want for your family. So this is what I've learned in the process of family planning. And I hope that I've been able to kind of express my concerns for that and help you understand like how it allowed me to become more open-minded to that whole family planning process. Guys, I'm loving sharing this guys. So if this is something that you feel that you could really get used to hearing every day and have me talking on topics, I would love for you guys to subscribe, like, share, and of course, follow me everywhere. Until next time, hope you guys are having an amazing and very blessed day.